0: a huge welcome to the Bar Stewards Inquiry Craven Meeting Special. We're all very excited to get this one underway. John Lang is, is joining me this evening. Good evening, John. Slug in hand, posed. Absolutely. And uh, last and definitely not least, it's the Naps King, Quentin Franks. Good evening, Quentin. Evening, Lee. Yeah, and after, after that uh, uh, rubbish action at the weekend, we're glad that's all done with now, the uh, the Grand National and the Twig hopping. Um, there's not really much excuse to look at jumps anymore now. Um, so we get on with the one of the premier flat cards of the, of the year, the, 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 the preps to the guineas. I always look forward to this one on Newbury on Saturday coming up. And uh, we've got an action-packed show for you because we've got our three best bets each. And also uh, we'll be going through some of the, the main races on the Tuesday and Wednesday and uh, any other business of interest for you. So before I get on to the, the, the best three bets, uh, just, just just point out a few uh, interesting things I've noticed noted for the meeting. Michael Prosser was a, was a heavy waterer last year, particularly on the July course in summer. However, he's not not been that heavy so far on the Rowley. and. Um, eight millimeters was applied last Friday um current going stick as of this morning was 7.1 which is on the quick side let me tell you once you once you start getting to getting to get into 7.3 7.4 that's where we're, we're you know we're really at good to firm standards so it won't take a lot more and it, we've got drying weather 20 degrees. So we could be looking at sort of good, good to firm tomorrow. That's how I expect it to ride, and I can expect Prosser to put plenty on on Tuesday night with the 20 degree temperatures again on Wednesday. Um, you know to make sure it maintains. That's Prosser's history. That's what he does. I can see him putting six mils or some, or five or six mils on um, overnight um, to try and maintain at the very least. Um, so that's where we're at with the with the watering. The weather is probably seen on tuesday to be a southerly wind not really that strong but it'll be a, it'll be a breeze and that comes across them towards the stands so possibly you might want to be nearer the stand side but that's that's a bit more guesswork and i'm not particularly um going mad about that a couple more stats trainers that do particularly well at this meeting are han and the cannon in non-handicap races, um, he has a lot, a lot tuned up for this meeting in maidens, condition races, and obviously the stakes races. Fifteen percent at this meeting, which is very competitive, given given what you're racing against. And uh, Hannon wouldn't be fifteen percent on a season, I don't think, on the flat. So fifteen percent, Hannon is worth looking at. Anything that you like of his, and Appleby obviously a ridiculous twenty-six percent um, at this meeting, and um, he's he's a man for the fabs any favs seem to just uh, rock and roll and uh, get, you, get you well in clover. So, again, they're two trainers to look out for, a little bit obvious. So, without further ado, then we'll come on to our, our best of the week. And I'm excited for mine, and I hope John and Quentin are as excited for theirs. John, I'm coming to you for your third best bet, please.
1: I'm not as excited as I was yesterday when I had five of these in. But, anyway, we'll, uh, we'll rock on. Um, the third best is in the 3 o'clock on Thursday and this is John Gosden's Rainbow Fire Um, still an entire and despite he's obviously had physical issues he's been kept in training by all the horse fans (laughs) so ill. he kept on really well on his return at Kempton under a penalty for the first time in his life he's got the benefit of Rab not being on and Frankie being up I think, he's, I think he's got to be better than a 90 horse, or he'd would uh, been a long time gone from the coke Then My um, <laughs> the plan for this lad would be to noddle up here and then head for the Hunt Cup. So I think he's pretty solid on Thursday in the 3 o'clock.
0: Yeah, it does, look, it does look attractive off 90, uh, but obviously an hmm. horse that's had, had problems. Um, and obviously, like you said, Frankie up for the first time. Mm, interesting shout for old sides Sir Hale uh, He'll not be having many for Stout now John, over to Gosden's, over to the Coke den uh, yeah. For Sir Hale um, Good stuff mate, um, we haven't got any prices On that obviously at the moment, but um, We'll put John down At the opening price when it when it comes out For, for, for betting records uh, Quentin, I'll come to you for your Third best of the meet please
2: my third best meeting of the well, Craven meeting comes in the 4.10 on Tuesday. Uh, it's a Phillies novice. And I'm going to have the once raced irresistible on side at a, a large enough price. She, she didn't really show much on debut. She was green very slowly away um, on the back foot and then got, got checked about a furlong, furlong and a half from the finish line. Uh, was eased off to, on that day and she was just too green to ju- show herself to to best effect. Um in the paddock beforehand, she really took the eye. Uh, her coat was woolly. She was carrying condition. Uh, she's really a three-year-old on looks. I expect a winter on her back would have done her the world of good. But at the top of the market, you've got the Crinnell. Um, the, the all-weather form that she chose was poor. For, for all, she was much the best on the day. Four and ten, had the run of the race at Newcastle, and that, thanks Monica's form's is not, not particularly great. Um, I as I said, I expect to have done well from from two to three. She's she's twenty two to one, and that's where my one point is going.
0: Cracking shout for the shirt, and uh, and Tom Tom Doyle uh, on board. Um, we all know where's the trousers in that relationship. Never mind this. Holly's changed the surname to Marquand. We know it, it's Tom Doyle, not Tom Marquand. We know irresistible for Quentin for the uh, and I, it, it's, it's going to be definitely one point win. Quentin, I'm just checking. Yeah, one point win, one point win. Yeah, none of this each way, nonsense, of course. Um so twenty-two, nice price. Irresistible there going the four ten tomorrow in the maiden at New Market. Nice choice, Quentin. Love the big price. Um my third best bet goes, also goes tomorrow. Um, goes in the um um the Earl of Sefton. Um and I think there's a little a bit, little bit of value to be had here um on uh, Jane Hyam's Catch 22 um, 12 to 1 Is available at the moment I think that's too big I think a little bit of prejudice going on there If you look on international ratings Catch 22 is only a pound Behind the uh, 6 to 5 favourite Master of the Seas uh, My new market mole tells me that Catch 22 is working to a very high standard And knowing Jane's horses like Jane always has them In the peak of condition and what's interesting is uh, one of one of the owners of this um, uh, likes to send them abroad. And the, the initial plan with Catch Twenty Two was to go to Dubai, but there was a there was apparently there was a delay with the papers, or they got stuck somewhere in Mauritius while they were transporting, um, and it, it it was too late to to be admitted to Dubai. So the the plan B is to come here now. If they thought they were good enough to run in the you know, the the carnival races at Dubai. I'm sure there'll be a few long faces on that syndicate um, if they're not able, you know, to be competitive at Group 3 level um, over over here. Obviously, we know that South African Group 1 standard is not British Group 1 standard. You've got Master of the Seas, uh, trained by Charlie Appleby obviously being gelded very very hard puller last season destroyed his chances in many races by pulling so hard so I found that that an interesting runner but at six to five do I really want to see that pulling it's it's nuts off um you know in fourth or fifth at that sort of price not at all obviously master of the seas if he if he fulfilled that initial potential that we we knew he had uh after winning um uh, was it was it last year's last year's Craven uh, beating Labarossa and 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 doing everything wrong to boot? Obviously that sort of level's going to make him tough in here. But but still I think the South Africa, and I really rate Jane Chapelheim. I think she's a tremendous trainer and uh, I'm all over Catch 22 at a very generous I think 12 to one. When you've got horses like Brunch similarly similarly priced. I don't get that at all. I think catch-22 will prove a lot better than horses like Brunch and possibly Bell. Bell Rock's only rated 106, and he's four points less in the betting. So catch-22 for me for a one-point win. Quentin, I'll dive straight back to you for your second best.
2: Uh, it comes in the free handicap
0: tomorrow. Um,
2: 14.25, that is. Uh, Tarakid Bay is the horse in question. Uh, the price has kind of led the way throughout the day, sadly. Uh, he probably would be the best bet of the card. Um but there's still enough juice in an Ida to four on offer. Yeah. Did too much on very testing ground in the Horace Hill last year. Trained the freeze on in the run and was, was ran down late. Both starts have come on soft and heavy ground. But the way he moves, I actually think just decent, good, good firm ground is going to suit him better uh, and bring about improvement. It doesn't look a strong race, does it? To be honest, you've got the kind of free-going new science. Um in, I've got concerns about. He showed little of the work in Maydan. Um, Harrogate Bay is likely to get a solo on the front end with uh, Ryan Moore up. Um, you know, front end at HQ is no bad thing. Um, I made him favourite. I didn't really like much in the race. Honey, sweet, needs soft brown, power of beauty, is a big sweaty thing. Um, Ruby, I know you were keen on last season, and uh, I mentioned, Ryan Moore did a sting for it. Uh, Donny. Um, but I made Tarakid by favourite nine to four It's still about. Hopefully it's still about in the morning to have a, a play at the odds.
0: Well, I'm gonna give you better than that, because I can see some five to two. Um uh, so 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 five to two for your for your two-pointer. Um I'll come on to this race when we go previewing, but I agree with a lot of your sentiments, Quentin. So um we'll we'll talk about that in more depth um later in the show, the free handicap. Um I'll before going to John's two points. Um, I'll nip in uh, with mine. Um, the Wednesday race, uh, the, the the big one, the the Craven. I thought it'd be nice to to go for a bet in this, and obviously my Jane Chapel high and bias is coming through yet again. Um, Native Trail, obviously, an extremely warm order at five to two on, and on on figures and numbers and everything we've seen absolutely no problem with making the horse that price i do feel though that that, that charlie Applebay uh, will not have native trail at 100 i think it'll be coming in at 90 um that's probably still good enough but again when we're taking two to five do we really want to be um you know backing horses that aren't absolutely um 100 um, on their metal so i i looked at a market here that will evolve there 's only one firm um pricing it up at the moment but it 's without the favorite market and um that 's bet three six five so i I thought um, uh, claymore without without um native trail at one hundred to thirty I thought that was excellent value because um another story about i mean this only costs ten k which is incredible what 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 a piece of business this is at ten thousand. Um, The the, the owner from Bahrain got some massive, massive offers in the winter, enormous, so much so that he obviously, he was going to accept until Jane Chaplin was so desperate to keep the horse because she thinks he's definitely group one. Um, She convinced that the owner of Bury Roads, the the lodge, obviously the training place, Bury Road, um, Mary Slack from South Africa, she's bought the horse and kept it there. So I think that's really significant. That that Jane Chapel, obviously is your landlord. <laughs> you don't want to piss off your landlord, so so I mean it's it's it, you know eleven to one straight win. Now, if it had been an each way race, I'd have been i have been pounding the, the each way bet. I think um, you might want a little bit on in the win as well, just in case Native Trail isn't at peak. But you couldn't be more impressed with this last back end, and um, I, I think I think Claymore is a is a real live. Uh, Contender for this as a price. So that's my second best. Two points without in the without market, 100 to 30. But you might get better than that. Who knows when when the other firms start to price up nearer the time? John, your second best?
1: I'm in the 445 on Wednesday. And this is Andrew Baldwin's Nassim. Um, He's only gone up £3 for a snow going at Southern latest. The runner ups one since um and look, she'll have gone from that. Balding gets his horse's peaking behind there, so I think this one's going to be pretty much as good now as it will be all season. Um, he's made all to win a race last year, so he can be ridden handy. And he's a fairer stare at this trip, so I, I think he's odds-on to get the required ride. Um, also, he's... If the rain did come, I don't think he'd mind any cut in the ground either, or if uh, Ladder overwaters waters tomorrow night, which I have actually taken into account. I've, I've had a fair look at his action, and I think if it, even if it's a bit loose on top, I think he'd be okay. So I'm, uh, I'm quite sweet on him.
0: So Nassim, that's the Andrew Bowling runner in the mile handicap uh, tomorrow. Is that Wednesday, John? Yeah, just look, you're looking at my calendar. Yeah, Wednesday. Got that. Did win last time, like you said. Form's pretty pretty good at the level. Fifteen to two, John. You happy with that?
1: Perfect. Yeah. Are
0: we on in the win of the each way? Two. Sure. Straight win Bear in mind This comes to the Naps table We've got it We've got it Yep yep Good stuff Right 15 to 2 for John Two points on the nose I'll come to you John Finally for um, Your best bet May as well leave you on Get you on first Your best bet John For the uh, For the Craver meeting
1: Okay, do Well Listeners To the five to follow Will not be surprised That this is in the 3.35 On Thursday <laughs> And this is Roger Arian's Eden Um. I mean, I said quite a bit about him and the to follow. I mean, he's an almost faultless specimen. Owned bred by Prince Basel, mare by Frankel. This one, to me, showed tremendous promise on debut, and then copped a bad ride when he was up at Newcastle. But it's interesting to note in today's uh, stable tower in the post, Roger Varian's putting that down to trainer error, um, and. I'm absolutely delighted he's running in this because, yeah, I mean, you can bear this out there. When he got bait in the maiden, I said this is just the type to pop up in the Fielden, didn't it? You did, you did. And, um, the fact that he's, he's coming here means Roger Varian sticking to the programme <laughs> well, quite nicely. Um, and I think this trip will be absolutely perfect at the minute.
0: Yeah. No, no, I, I get you. I get you, and you, I get you your confidence, and I, I get the trainer's confidence as well. But I mean, especially the fact that they, they're probably gonna, if they'd have wanted, they could have said one a mid and an mid eighties in a handicap. Well, um, I mean, he's spunking fifteen pounds worth of handicap
1: mark,
0: are you? yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's an interesting call. So Aiden, John, are you what 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 are you going to be doing yourself? Are you looking for like an each way angle? Or a or, or a win angle. Um because I, I would imagine you'll have eight eight runners, I would think. I hope anyway. I'm
1: hoping I'm hoping for the eight for the each way player, yeah.
0: Okay, what we'll do is then we'll put you we'll do you one point five each way if there's eight or more. If yeah. it's if it's seven, well you know, like or six, we'll will we'll go win only. Yeah, I'm
1: perfectly happy with that.
0: Okay. No. It's, yeah, just for clarification for, for Billy Bunters. Um okay. Uh, we'll leave uh, the best to last. Quentin's to last. So my uh, three pointer um, goes on the Wednesday and um, in the in the, the one fifty race. It's the sprint handicap, and I have absolutely maximum confidence in this. I I, I cannot tell you how confident I am. I think it's also a win uh, doing handsprings. Springs pocket the profit of George Bowie's uh, Ryan Moore in the saddle. I, I, as soon as I watch this win at Ponty. Uh, on reappearance, the the immediate the immediate aftermath of that, I thought, well, this is probably going to end up stakes, or by the uh, you know the profile of this is just amazing, really, how it's come from sort of like rated fifty four, and now it's absolutely bolted in um, off seventy nine. It comes there with the penalty on Wednesday off eighty five. I'm confident on the time it clocked at Ponte that day that this season at some point it will get to three figures, no problem. And 85 tomorrow against some probably rusty rivals. Um, You could say on Wednesday that I'm I'm very confident that Pocket the Profit uh, will progress and um, land that sprint uh, from stall 12, which, like I said, I do think... If that southerly wind keeps on, I, I do pre- prefer high if the wind's coming from the south, which is across them on the track. So everything uh, tick for pocket the profit. Um, I think he'll be a better horse on turf than the all-weather. He's by Mason out of an acclamation mare. Now, both sides of the pedigree say turf over all-weather. So it's, I don't think it's any coincidence um, that... On turf, he's already he's already three from six. He's two from four in all weather, but I just think he looks better on turf. The last two starts, albeit with a bit of cut in the ground, he was impressive at Yarmouth, missing the break, and then equally impressive at Ponty on reappearance. Quentin, coming to you for your best. Pocket the profit is nine to two, by the way, for punters.
2: My best bet again comes day one. Um, at least we'll know what the ground's like and uh, watering situations, et cetera. And I'm going to put up the, the lucky last, the 4.45. Um, he's got a pedigree that suggests stamina is going to be his forte. And he was winning over a mile last season, uh, Haydock at the back end. Uh, he was just pulling out more all the way to the line. Um, chick pieces off this time, but that's no issue for me. The time he clocked at uh, Haydock was, was fair, and he's got 85 here. they are stuck him in the Dante's, in the Derby as well. He's not up to that level, but he's definitely better than 85. I've got reservations about a fair few of these in the field. Um, again, like I said earlier, front running ride, new market will be no bother. I suspect that's the way they'll go with uh, Kieran Fallon on board. Uh, might make a chunk short to 11-4 of on offer. Uh, I'm pretty sure he'll progress with racing and end up being three figures.
0: Right, so that's, edu- did you say educator, 4.45, new market? That's correct. That's the one. Uh that's by Deep Impact out of a Jabawi mare. Uh, uh I think uh, Tom Tom Doyle's in the saddle. Um, um mm-hmm. not, not not Fallon. I think I think there's been a jockey switch. That's why I was I was confirming that it was definitely that you were on about. That's what threw me. Um but yeah, ed- educator. I can remember Quentin, um last September, I had one of my biggest, biggest bets <laughs> for ages. For me, it was a a good victory, and I think, like you say, it's going to improve um, as they step up in trip, and yeah, I I'd, I'd like the selection. So that's 11-4 to four for your three points, yes? Yep, yep. He did, Um. like, well, I think we
2: spoke about the Goodwood race when he, when he did too much in front there with the Prescott horse and saw that horse off and ended up getting yeah. he's just, He's got a lot more in the locker. He's got 85 here. Time paid off strong. Yeah, I like him a lot.
0: Yes, he should have. He should have won that. He was very unlucky not to have won that Goodwood race the time before. Because, like we said, Seeking um, pressed him like literally all the way, and obviously Seeking came out and won his novice impressively. And that's got a rating of eighty-three, and he's better than Seeking, C- so he's off eighty-five. So I think that's a very strong nap, Quentin. So that's good. Good stuff for our punters. We've looked after you this week. I think um, we've got some great naps there, some really strong bets, all confident as well. So. An exciting Craven meeting beckons for us, hopefully. Right, chaps, um, we'll come on to some of the races at, at the Craven meeting and we'll start um, tomorrow, um, where, as I said, I mentioned about the going, it's probably going to ride on the quick side if the forecast showers don't materialise tomorrow morning. There's only about a 40% chance of that, so we don't know whether the showers will come or not. Um, the first race is a 5 furlong fillies maiden, and... Uh, Unraced horses. I take it we've got no view here. No. Quentin. Oh, It's one, one, one for me to look at them in the paddock. And... Yeah, exactly. It's a learning race. Uh, can't definitely can't see anything um, to give to punters on, unless I've got I've had no information anyway. So so we're, we're completely uh, blind into that. The one fifty is the Weatherby's uh, Bloodstock Pro handicap. Sprint handicap and uh, a couple in a couple of interesting ones for me going forward this year are Chipstead and Roger Teal's obviously brother to Oxted. And um, you know, I, I thought he was very progressive last back end. Roger Teal is a master at getting them to keep keep improving, keeping them sweet. It just makes me worry first time back. You know, I wouldn't be desperate to support him first time back. Rogers can need a run. And the other one was Rati in the race at Julie Camacho's. Um, I think I think that that is a is, is, a, is a progressive type. Last year um, needs the ground on top for me. I don't like to see it on softer ground. I think that was a reason for some of its blowouts last year. Other than that, it's run really consistent all year, and I thought Rati had probably run well. Uh, anything for in that for you guys?
1: I wasn't keen on the race to be honest.
0: No, it's tricky. It's an early season sprint mm-hmm. handicap, so I get where you're coming from, John Quentin.
1: Uh, I thought
2: long-term one that was interest would be Punchbowl Flyer. Tomorrow's not his ground. He's had a wind off When the blink puts the back on on the soft ground, he'll be he'll be of interest. Uh, the one in terms of tomorrow possibly beyond equal. He's got decent bits of new market form and uh, Stuart Kitteralls go well first up. He yes, won well, did well to win at Kempton previously, and uh, yeah, he was the one that caught the eye at I think sixteen eighteen to one something like that.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff, Quentin. Um, So, 225, the free handicap. Uh, Quentin's already tipped tipped one up here in his best bets, uh, Takari Bay. And um, I like his reasoning because I, I, I like him, thought that the ground was probably wrong for the horses, soft ground twice. Didn't look to move to me like he wanted soft ground on either occasion. Um, So, I don't think the faster ground will be a hindrance. I see there's been a lot of money for him overnight, um, which is a pain. But, nevertheless... Um, I do think that the horse has got outstanding claims in this ribeye who I did like last season when he came here he, act- he actually um, bolted to Perth and had to be withdrawn for the for his last intended start here so whether it's the new market um, uh, air or whether it's you know he just wants to get away from Marcus Trig on it um, I'm not sure <laughs> either or so ribeye for me I think has potential, but I, I'm just a bit worried where it might be going temper, temperament wise. Dark Angel as well, probably some people's not the favourite sire. So I'm with Quentin. Uh,
1: John, thoughts? I'm sorry, I can't add much to what you've said because I, I was out of attacker in Bailey myself. I think he's the least exposed with a better rating than most of them, and I think he'll improve for the ground. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- yeah I, I, I think he'll win that.
0: Yeah, it's a shame. Like I said, 7-2 to two initially he was put in at, and um, the vultures have been in. And, I mean, um, he had the
1: horse in the Craven now. I was interested in what price he was going to be in the Craven because of the Hannon record as well. I thought, well, if he's a ridiculous price in the Craven, I'd, I'd have never ever played each way. Yeah, a
0: lot, lot, lot of Hannan and the Cannons horses are really, really trained for this meeting. Yeah. It, um. So, like you said, plenty, plenty of positives there for Quentin's bet. Uh. If uh, if if you if you fancy a play, listeners on that one. Um. Three o'clock. I'll sit this one out. Obviously tipped up James. Uh. You two. Any thoughts on the Earl of
1: Sefton?
2: That's a, a lay of Master Seas for me, to be honest. He's a free goer. They taken the hood off. knackers are off, admittedly. But can you punt him in this field at six
0: to five? Yeah.
2: No. all like um. This small field scenario again, lack of pace, just screams, Buick's yeah, few exams being pulled out for three furlongs and then him kind of fading out of contention, then dropping him back to a mile in the Queen Anne or something. Um, yeah, leave for me. If I get him in the book sub 11 to eight, something like that, I'll be more than happy. Yeah.
0: John, John, your sentiments on this?
1: Yeah. I felt master of the seas. I mean, he's one standout and was in a mentally run guineas, really. Um, that got him off the bit um the rest of the time i think his form maybe isn't inferior to meg allen but certainly not the disparity between them that the betting suggests and i think if it was a match bet i'd probably back the gosdenos to beat him
0: yeah i think the extra furlongs uh a worry for me um you know, given it, given how keen he is, uh, I think yeah. I think that is that's is definitely an issue. And you, you look at his pedigree as well, just for, think, well, is it stamina laid? And have we got lots of you know, and there's nothing there really that suggests you know anything further than this would be any use to him. So the fact he is free going, um, the extra furlong I think could find him out,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. So, all in agreement again, um, this is this is good stuff. Uh, we're all quite strong, so we can all plow in and with confidence tomorrow uh, 3.35 the Nell Gwyn I, I found this really tricky chaps um, what did uh, what, what did you two feel?
1: I, I like Casha really I think she was consistent last year um, she's got decent form I'm probably better suited to this seven than the male she finished the season over last year um, there's a lot of, much of a muchness running in this I think she's just about shared in them I thought, hello, you look the type that might not train on. It'll be interesting if she settles early on and how she is to post. But it wouldn't be a betting medium for me. I, I despair Philly's running at this sort of trip, to be honest. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Quentin?
2: I was, I was with both for you guys. As far as the top two, three in the betting, it looks It looks a weak race, doesn't it? The, the rest are much of a is but just a horrible one that scream don't get involved in. Um See the money for Ribbon Rose, I didn't particularly like that at all. Uh, maybe a small place lay on that nearly off if if the money's sustained, it hasn't been really done anything on the clock today to warrant it being single figures in your sort of field.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean I was sort of impressed with both wins, but just agreeing with you there that and I was thinking I I was actually thinking to myself, if she's sort of thirty-three to one. You know, I might give her a real good mention because I'm thinking, well, you know, some of these might just need it, and where she probably will not And 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 I'm I, I logged on to see the prices, and 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 ten to one is absolutely ridiculous for a for a filly that's that's rated what a uh, twenty eight pounds inferior to John's uh at fancy cashier. <laughs> you know why? You know, I mean, I I agree. Phillies can improve rapidly, and and I could imagine Ribbon Rose improving a little bit on the eighty-one, maybe into or As I'll stretch it mid nineties, perhaps. But then that's not going to be anywhere near good enough. You'd think to to trouble the judge, but uh, weird sort of betting. Um, anything else on the Tuesday that, uh, that we've uh, that we've not touched on? Uh, any obviously a, a Quentin's tips educator. Uh, John, uh, did you go against something on Tuesday? Oh, no, it's Quentin. Quentin, again, ir- irresistible, 22s in the four ten, going against uh, uh Crinello 7-4. Uh, anything else on the Tuesday chaps?
1: No, not for, Nothing
0: me. Else for me. No, right, straight on to Wednesday, then, without further ado. Uh, we don't mess about. It starts off... Um, with uh, another maiden on ITV4, strangely enough, weird that the fielding's not on telly on Thursday, um, and yet they're showing me. Ma- oh, John, would you would you have probably put the fielding on the on the on the Wednesday or something, or rather than the Thursday? I find it strange that they put in like maidens on on TV rather than something like the fielding.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: the
1: th- the thing is, of course, some of these maidens can be. Frightfully instructive counter at this time of year. Um, yes, and I think on the Wednesday, um, I think the 115 could actually be quite instructive because I think there's one of Roger Varian's in there that could put herself forward as maybe the as coronation stakes really uh, a manor, um I saw this one run first time up last year um, at Newmarket, where, funnily enough, she was sent into Ribbon Rose. Yeah. Um, and my mark for the notes said, I will take for something like the Jeffrey Barling at the Craven maiden. Well, this is the old Jeffrey Barling maiden. Um, so, again, I, I don't know whether Varian's got my computer hacked. But well, he seems to be sending us is exactly where <laughs> I want him to send them at the minute. Yeah, um, and I, th- I think if she's anything like a, a decent price, which I would suggest four to one or better, I'd, I'll be having a fair old play on this one because I think she's useful.
0: Mm. Interesting shout. Um, I don't looking at the race. I don't think you, you might not probably not get four to one depending on depending on how how the newcomers are fancied, but. I think, it, I think it's certainly going to be favourite. favourite, i mean on, on, on the on the debut anyway uh Quentin anything in this uh, Yeah,
2: Amania was the one that caught the eyes physically better from two to three um it, it doesn't really look a deep race to be honest i've eh? you've got a roger turtle newcomer me and newcomers um tagus is is related to sacred that one first time out you've got the egg Walker things an absolute pig of a horse she is um we the last pig of a horse that we Talked about on the podcast has gone on one tour and bounce, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Um yeah. Main is the ones are beating that. It's, it's strange they put it on on TV though, as you are saying. I've The Fielden's a better a better place to put on TV.
0: Yeah,
2: on yeah. The Thursday, definitely.
0: Yeah, strange one. Anyway, that's about all we can say on that. One fifty. It's another sprint handicap this time for the three-year-olds. Uh, a few progressive ones in here, but. I'll sit this one out. having already tipped um, John Quentin. Anyone wanna anyone see anything in this they like going forward?
1: Yeah, yeah the three and a half length winner of this, and have took it out. So I won't. I won't comment further. I'll just. Put it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll wait to this one running, and then then tip it up. So there
0: you go. So this is why you can't miss podcasts. John's or, John's got one that that, that we're going to bolt up here. So uh, obviously pulled it out. No good for John Quentin. Uh, it's not a strong race. I've just got... Pocket the pocket broke the clock at
2: Pontefract, didn't it? I've yeah. got ground doubts, though. The way he moves and... Yeah. It, it's by and It screams... There, there's no doubt it's... It's absolutely lobbed in this thing. And what's it, what do you think it will be rated tomorrow? It's going up 10, 12, maybe? So it's going to be 91-ish. Um, yes. I've just got ground doubts in the back of my head. That ground course doubts... Um, there wasn't yeah. much I liked in the race, but pocket of profit, the ground out was in there. It was in there somewhere and that just put me off. Um,
0: yeah. For, no, really no, so no, well. no, yeah. I, I think you're right. I think I think there's one thing that, that could beat it. It could be ground. Um, having, I mean, I, I'm not going to count the, the, the handicapping runs because obviously it, it wasn't there to do its best, but um, I do concede that obviously all its turf form is with cut. And um, like you say, the action suggests that cuts fine and um, that, that could find it out. I was just that impressed. It'd be interesting if, if they scratch, if they scratch, then obviously you were right. Um, cause I've, I've got a feeling if they run, I don't think they're too bothered because, cause it's like, well, they might not be bothered anyway, but why would you risk a potentially good horse? Um, you know, if 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 ground were you know really against it, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But I, I do take that on board. Um, Two twenty-five. The Wood Ditton. Everyone loves the winner of the Wood Ditton, John.
1: Yeah, the people that love them the most are the ones that buy him to run in novice Saddles at Plumpton in October. <laughs> um, you, you always get a mixed bag in this, don't you? You know, you get some that's. Sort of listed class up the front end all the way and then you you, you look at some of these other fat chase eating monkeys that's chuffing along at the back. And you just went for the Jelly Dale mob to step in, stick check paces and blinkers on and send them whizzing round Plumpton. Um it's always an interesting race to watch, isn't it?
0: It is. I mean I mean Muka Dram won this. Um he obviously Ended up being hundred and twenty two like you say you've had a variety of horses that have uh, have taken this and of varying standards um re- some real real bad ones and some real good ones good ones but Muka Dram's probably the pick of them i would say uh off one hundred and twenty two well you, you'd have to be the pick of them wouldn't you that was back in two thousand and twelve um UAE jewel Um, in 2019 wasn't bad that ended up triple figures but yeah John you're right you get a mixed bag in this you don't know what you're going to get Forrest Gump said that something like that anyway Anyway, I've got something to add in this Um, I I will look at the entry stage and particularly for one horse because I'm waiting for it to run and it's a horse called um, Ruling uh, Dynasty it's trained by Charlie Appleby and they think it's absolutely top-class. And um, But again, they've pulled it out, and I'm just wondering if that could be, because it might be a bit quick for it. It's a half-brother to olden times, um, and they, they, they think a lot about it. Um, so uh, ruling dynasties, one to watch for uh, when, when that makes its debut. So I just found it interesting that they're running secret state instead, and I know it's going to be favourite, but I reckon they'll think a bit about this. But again... Uh, we go on about ground. Uh, the dam was Jacqueline quest. Um, you know, uh, the, the Emory Cecil train Guineas winner and, um, the ground for me with Jacqueline quest. Uh, I, I think, um, a lot of the progeny that she's produced all want cut. And, and, and that, that would worry me, um, if the ground's riding quick, but secret state, I reckon we'll have probably plenty of ability, um, given that they entered, uh, well, they entered three and they, they're running two. So, it's yes. very rare that they run a boat in this, isn't it? You know. Yeah, well, it's bred. I mean, look how it's bred. Jabari are out of a, out of a thousand guineas winner. I mean, you know, it's it's you know, it's as good as it's good as you're going to get pedigree wise. Um, it's just whether it's it's whether the, uh, there's ground issues or whether whether it's any good. But like I said, the one I'm waiting to run, Ruling Dynasty, keeps getting entered. It's been entered about three. Now and and they've decided not to run it for whatever reason. I I want to know why, but um I'll have to find that out. But that's the one I'm waiting for. Quentin, any of you on the Wood did <laughs> I want one to watch nice pages on the show,
2: uh
0: one to watch and and take a shit ton of notes and and, and back and next time out. Exactly. There'll be plenty of plenty of action. Who knows one might make the Jimmy Lindley uh going forwards, who knows? We'll move on to the three o'clock then, the Abernant. I had a bet on Garris last time and was very disappointed, but who knows, it might have been a bit of the draw that got that beat at, um, at at Doncaster. I did think I did think the lower, you know, the ones towards the far side and the middle had the edge, and the ones down the stand side were doing nothing all day, but I was still a bit disappointed, and like John keeps reminding me, it's Charles Hills for fuck's sake. So, chaps, what can you steer me on in this?
1: I thought that Ebro Rivers farm last year gave him a hell of a chance against these and I think six to seven will be his trip this year. I think it's an ideal starting point. Um I think I think Hills Hills's goat could bounce back here from the Donny flop. Wouldn't be the biggest shock just to give Punters a kick in the nuts. so did the coin in at Donny. <laughs> um, you know that suits the narrative, doesn't it? So yeah, yeah. I mean, Ebro River for
0: me though. Do you think? Do you think that's a signal of intent from Carlton Palmer to um, to run Ebro River back at six, as if he said yeah. this ain't gonna this ain't gonna get the mile? The Guineas yes. mile races are a waste of time. He's probably thinking more about
1: Commonwealth Cup. He, he's never going to make the entry trail at a mile, is he?
0: Yeah, no. he's no.
2: That. Yeah, no, no, fair point. Quentin? Uh, Jumbie for me. I, if Gareth wins, I'll be sick. I was on it last time out as well. Uh, but I, I like Jumby and the, the way it cut through the field. Admittedly, it was at seven, but I think he's got the gears for six and did very, very well to get himself out of trouble. Um, back over, yeah, it was here at the Rowley um, in September. I think there's going to be more progression from him being by New Bay, and uh, yeah, he's the one I, I think it's about six to one. Yeah,
0: 11 to two, nine to two. Uh, I think that's fair. Yeah, good stuff. No, it's quite a nice race, um, but yeah, I'm gonna probably sit this one out, but I take both of your points on board with, with Ebro River and Jumbay. Three thirty-five, obviously the 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 big one. I think I know it's two to five, but I think everyone's looking forward to seeing Native Trail. Uh, obviously, I've made my point in this, um, chaps. Your two views, please.
1: I'd I'd like to see Native Trail do it impressively. Um, There's no reason why he shouldn't on the book. Um, I don't think there's anything already on Stable Farm or anything like that. Um, There shouldn't be any excuse, really, should there? No,
0: even at 90%, you'd think that's that's ample. Um, You'd think you'd only have to be... I don't know, I'm running to round hundred and ten to sort of confidently win this. So if it's rated hundred and twenty two and that's that's the kind of sort of performance we can expect, then um, it should be
1: it should be straightforward. Stephen H. Power will have had the double with the Zarian favourite in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Why not?
0: Why not indeed? Um Quentin, your view on the craven? Uh
2: would rather back made to trail for the two thousand guineas now. You know he's gonna get cut if he's even semi-impressive, semi-impressive. Um, I like your angle wins the race, Lee. Claymore is impressive. She doesn't really have him wound up at all uh, first time out Jane Chapelheim, but um deadly pulling clear. You know it's gonna get an uncomplicated ride under Kirby. Um yeah, I, I quite like your angle on the race with backing that without the favourite. Just a, a slight sidetrack. Um what do you make of Caribous going first up to the Guineas, given his nature?
0: Um, I, I, I yeah, I mean, again, it, it, it's like he is fresh, and whether whether they see that as a positive though, as in because he is fresh, they, they don't want him to sort of leave his mark. So let's say if they ran Caribous on Saturday or they ran Caribous in this, um, let's say. He, he 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 wastes all that valuable um, testosterone, um, and I just wonder if that's them thinking. Well, it might be he, he's going to be fresh and free. He's going to be like, rah, and maybe that's what they think. That's the best time to get him at the mile fresh and I I don't know, but like I think we're all all of the same opinion that we don't think um, he will get the mile the way he was racing last year. Um, at, at top group one level are we, have we Are we still of that same opinion
1: chaps? very much I, I, I couldn't back him in the guineas unless no. unless it fell apart really um, I'd, um, at this stage having seen photographic evidence of how Luxembourg's done over the winter I think I pre- even prefer Luxembourg over the Marlet Newmarket yeah um, before we get into the native trail business, you know, I, I, well, are
0: you are you confident in Luxembourg this this, this summer, then, John?
1: I think he's, he he's probably done a share better than I thought he would. Actually, I thought uh, he looked as though well, he developed in most of the right areas. He's still a little bit late across the lines, possibly, but he's done well.
0: Mm, interesting. No, I like, I like I like your opinions on things like this. Uh, so Luxembourg, anti-post derby backers. Um you might be on good terms with yourselves there, but John's even thinking Do you think Aiden will, will, will chance Luxembourg in Guineas, John?
1: Probably not. Um again, I'm only going off a photograph and saying the arse in the flesh, but I think it'd be touch and go whether he get there.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, what's where where do you think do you think Aiden would probably go there? The home trials, or do you think he'd bring Luxembourg across for the Dante? What What do you reckon? He
1: tends not to travel them. Uh, so he better derby horses. He tends not to travel and, um so close to the derby. Um, they, they would more often than not go for like the Derringstown, wouldn't they?
0: Um, yeah, Lapidstown, yeah. yeah.
1: You know, I, I, I'd expect, say, something like Point Lonsdale in the Dante.
0: Yeah, yeah, so it's sort second best kind of thing. Yeah. Like the
1: same. Same. yeah, yeah,
0: second division to see see where they're at. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, so I think I think three of us agree. I think I think probably the best thing to do is 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 back native trail uh, for the guineas uh, before the race tomorrow because like Quentin makes a good point really that he, if he if he wins very impressively it's gonna be a very short a lot shorter and you're probably gonna get more value out of doing that than actually backing him tomorrow because at least I suppose he could get beat tomorrow um and then you've still got a chance in the Guinea's so you know he could, he could he could he could have excuses tomorrow and get beat, you know I'd, be, get ter-
1: I'd, I'd still be a bit surprised, you know, if Appleby ran them both in the guineas.
0: Well I, I mean you you think I mean in the past when when they've two good ones they tend to split them up, or you know what one might one might do one might do French, one might do Ireland, um, and and so on. And,
1: well, well, and um, the- I would have thought Mitch, uh, I would have done the you know, Market Currer, and the other one would have been better suited to going around the bend anyway. They've got uh, yeah. they, I think
2: it's modern modern news. They're going for the French Derby, yeah, French Derby, French Guineas. That's where Guineas. that one for. So they're trying to. Them up. I guess they're
1: throwing two big darts at this, and he's ne- he's never won the guineas, has he? Is that no. right? I think yes. No, yeah, don't hmm. right. So yeah, because training he's, now, was he really? I
0: mean, yeah. Uh, not so. It was, well, well, it's not long since he got rid of Needleman, is it? So. Oh, um, right. <laughs> So, that, so there we go let's be fair the Baron had about thirty
1: year in before he won a 1,000 didn't he sir? yeah yeah you, no, you that's can't, true you can have a long wait to win a
0: Guinness
1: well, yeah it's, it's a lot the easiest race in places
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on Thursday John's tipped in the in the in the field and um, obviously he's all over Aidan Roger Varian's runner um, Quentin did you have a look at, have you had a chance to look at the field on Thursday <laughs>
2: Had a I like John's angle into it. I think he's gonna be underestimated in the market. He, he's are coming in on the back of two weather runs turned over at what nine to four on. Um I I think he's really gonna be underestimated in the market. There's a few in there uh, Star of India goes elsewhere, Zechariah goes elsewhere. There's a horse in there, Sunny Liston that I really don't like. Um he was impressive on debut at Sandown, uh that July. Um uh, I felt he was on the right part of the track that day. Um, he was green and noisy in the paddock, but he, all his siblings won first time out. I think he's going to be one that was, he won five and a half wickets. I think he's going to be one that takes a chunk out of the market when he doesn't deserve to, because time looked modest and the, the form's not worth worth little, to say the least. Um, the, the, the field and I was, he, he's going to be double figures is the variant thing. Um, he's the one I'll have on side.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I I I'm I'm with you and John. Well, uh, on on Aidan, uh, I think that that is definitely the one that I'd be I'd be backing if if the price is right. Um, just just one other that I thought was worth mentioning there. Um, we've talked about Han and the Cannon. Um, you know having his horses nice and primed. Um, uh, he felt the need to run this in a maiden at the Doncaster meeting, Dawn of Liberation, and uh, I was I was quite impressed. With the effort, actually, I, I thought I thought he really progressed from last year. Um, he's he's got strong form from last year as well, uh, behind the likes of Hu Yamal, which go, obviously goes um, in the uh, uh, stronger uh, uh, race at the uh, at the Craven meeting, um, running in the Craven. So I, I just felt two lengths behind that you know, you're getting into territory of, of, of a serious horse and I think he has progressed physically as well. So, dawn of liberation, I felt, um, for Susan Roy, I thought that was possibly one to to put up to aid and um, what we all seem to fancy in the field And on Thursday. Right, chaps, to finish the show off, any other business at the meeting that we've not covered? Have we got any other dark gems to look out for? or Not particularly dark,
2: but uh the... Can find novice on Wednesday to look. It looks like two not two horse race, but a Dallas Huxley um, broke the clock at Kempton on debut, like just a proper galloping performance. Um, these group class um, figure was I think Timeform gave it a ninety eight. The guy I use gave it a hundred and one. Just a relentless galloper. I genuinely don't think they'll see what way this went. I was hoping that they'll get out the the Richard Hughes thing, um, hole of the moon that finished second to it, the handicapper gave that 75. They will not see what way that went off of 75. Um, but sadly, I, I, uh, I, I, have, I, I,
0: have they really? Yeah, they have hole of the moon. They've given that 75. Like you say, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so
2: there's uh, actually, I'm, I'm, pretty sure he's group class. Um, I might look at the Dante market to see if there's any prices kicking about for him. Uh, i Fully expecting to win very impressively.
0: Well, the word was before debut. Um, this was triple figures. Um, this on, on homework. This was this was a serious serious workhorse. Um, we know that when they come to the track, it doesn't always work out like that. But um, it seemed to um, when it when it made its debut at Kempton, and, and like you say, Quentin, a, a, a pretty ridiculous time. You'd say running the mile and a quarter. In uh, two minutes and four seconds. Um, uh, when you consider that the next race was the Magnolia, which was a listed contest, and that was only slightly quicker—literally, probably a length, length and a half quicker—than um, Aldous Huxley. So when yeah. you when you when you consider the way Aldous Huxley won, um, you know, head in chest, um, you're thinking, well, you, you're at least listed class. I would say, because you, you're going to come on... Gosden's usually come on a fair bit for the run, so, yeah, it could be a wow factor, this one. Mm, good spot. Okay. Might, might be a short price, but still, it's one of those those that I think... You know, sometimes you're worried about horses defying a penalty, but I think this one, I don't think there's any worry at all, really. It's, it's a, I think it could be a point-and-shoot job for Frankie on... on um, on the Wednesday in the four ten. so something to look forward to for banker punters. Could be blogger on that one. Blogger with his with his with his free bets for people on that stallion hanging around. Where is stallion these days, John?
1: Corked off his tits somewhere. Probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean uh, we're not going to get blogger shouting. Where's the purse this week? I don't think. Um, you know when he he did it with Caribus uh, last back end. But uh, it, it might make might, it might make interesting viewing if he's if his big double gets chinned on the line uh, by something um, to see to see his face. Everyone likes to see that. Anyway, um, I think that's it. John, have you anything to, to add to this?
1: Uh, no, that's my lot.
0: No, I'm I'm the same. I've I, I've, I've shot my bolt. I've given my all in advance uh, for the meeting. So hopefully. Uh, there's some good profit for you there. And uh, we're back as normal on Friday with the show for Newbert the Weekend and the uh, gambling review will also uh, be online on Wednesday. So we want to thank you for listening to this and hopefully we'll do the business, myself, John and Quentin, for you at the Craven meeting. That's all from us. Bye for now.